Yeah, with the honey and the mechanism from the phone vines. You effort and the voices. What are you doing with my daughter? You felt your girlfriend, your girlfriend. My dad is dead. Then who, who was phone? Hi, guys. <laughs> Uh, we're here to be audio cancer for your ears. <laughs> hey, Enjoy. everyone. I'm Josh. and uh, I'm Bradley. He's working the ones and twos today and also talking to us because he's a friendly man. And I just really wanted to say the phrase, he's working the ones and twos. I don't even know what that means. Ooh. Anyways. Uh, would you care to give us a good lesson on what ones and twos mean? Oh, absolutely. The ones are what you do when you're not doing the twos, and the twos are what you do when you're not doing the ones. Yeah, see, Bradley's <laughs> a pro. <laughs> Bradley's a master of podcasting, which is yes. why we have him on. He's our technical assist. Uh, he's our technical <laughs> director of the Spoops podcast. Uh, I'm just... I just hang out he in the background. He just does everything else. <laughs> yeah. I just hang out in the background and occasionally come forward. And does, like, all the editing. <laughs> Whatever. If you can call it that. All right, let's get started. What do you want to get started with? Well, you know, Bradley, I've, um, I don't know if the listeners know this or not, but I commute to a city on the regular, right? Yeah. I work in well, kind of like a large... A well, <laughs> cute, cute, absolutely adorable. No, but I like I commute to a medium-sized city, and you know, yeah. um, and that medium-sized city is, of course, Erie, Pennsylvania, the beautiful, the beautiful place, the beautiful bay, beautiful bay. Uh, and I've been having trouble with um some sort of new pest that's been coming into the area. Oh, I think I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. They came in and they impaled the side of my car with their ludicrously long horns. And they're rude. Tell me, please, Bradley, how to fight a unicorn. Oh, absolutely. So um, Josh actually got in contact with me about this earlier in the week and was like, my goodness, we need to figure out a way to stop this because it is such an irksome experience Is up it still here. technically plagiarism if you pretend that it's your work and we don't acknowledge that no, 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 it was no, no. written by somebody no, no. else? Somebody else wrote this. I'm not claiming that I wrote this. Oh. I'm just saying. Oh, you researched it yeah, for I researched me. it. I researched oh, I'm so this for you. Sorry. I thought, I thought for a second that we were falling into the same gimmick of last week <laughs> when you pretended to have written that whole thing about the rake. <laughs> I thought maybe we've fallen into that. <laughs> no, but no, 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 no. Okay. Excellent. No, you had a problem. I did some research. Thank you, Bradley. What did you find out? So, how to fight a unicorn. It's actually pretty complex, so I'm going to break this down in a couple simple steps, and we'll go from there. So, many times when traveling through Central Park at night, uh, this person who I uh, did the research on, uh, they uh, found themselves confronted with one of the fastest-growing threats in public safety. Unicorns. Now, Can't lucky. I tell you, that's right. I know it is. They are so dangerous. Like somebody needs to get a file on them horns. <laughs> and it's not just the horns, too. It's the okay. hooves. Yeah, it's the hooves. It's their attitude. Okay, I never thought They're I'd like say They're like the this. narwhals of the land. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. No, I'm just so tired of their tude. <laughs> yeah, it's such a rude tude. Um. <laughs> Now, luckily for us, um, 
some people have grown tired of these threats and the cre the threats that these creatures pose to us, and they actually came up with these steps. So I'm gonna read them to you now, just in case you find yourself face to face with a unihorn. <laughs> okay, noted. <clears throat> Step one, and this is the important one: don't panic. Jeez, it's so hard. I know. Like, it just comes out of nowhere, and you're like, ah! You see the white glistening shine at the middle of the night, and they go running in front of your car, and you think, oh, no, they're going to get hit by my car, and then they stop, and then they look like they're going to cross the road, and then they stop, and then it, they're, like, seriously debating whether or not they want to cross the road, yeah. and then... Like, last second, they just turn right at you, and they yeah, go, and the you last better second, not There you me. go. <laughs> car insurance needs to cover <laughs> unicorn collisions that's what i'm telling you. yeah i know so unicorns can sense fear if you're frightened the unicorn will not hesitate to charge at you and run you through in the fashion of their terrifying narwhal narwhal brethren i can tell you that's why i never go to the ocean yeah narwhals yeah narwhals they're just freaking mean man their toods are even ruder than a corn's toods I'll just never forget those pictures on the National Geographic of narwhals with impaled swimmers on their horns roasting them over campfires. It was it was quite a depressing day it indeed. Was, it was tragic. I was surprised National Geographic could get away with publishing them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, another thing that you're going to want to do, step two here, is stand with your feet about shoulder length apart for the better balance and mobility. Unicorns are able to charge without any warning, and being able to quickly jump to side to side is key to your survival. So, you almost want to juke them out. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. I see the unicorn. Yeah. He's like... You don't want to be like doing that drunken swaying, because then they know which way you're going. You want to be steadfast, and then... Okay. Noted. Be like a ninja. Like yeah. the wind. Yeah. Like the wind. <laughs> um, step three. Unicorns are hardy creatures, and if unarmed, you can't hope to bring it down merely punching it in the head. That is a <laughs> bad idea. Try to go for the neck. Be sure to stand out of reach of the unicorn's horn. The best way to accomplish this is to run past its head so that it will have to turn its whole body if it wishes to strike you. So basically you want to get around because while it's horn game is good, it's hoof game is quite lacking. Hmm. See, that's interesting. When I was around horses, you have to be careful of their hooves, but they've had to learn how to adjust to not having the horn. Exactly. Yeah. 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 They've learned to adjust without the horn or these ones, they need the horn to be able to kind of make this like attack work. This whole, Right, System it's their work. primary defense mechanism. Exactly. It's like a cat with its claws. Well, and it's kind of like, you know, poachers go after the elephant tusk, poachers go after the unicorn horn, so they need to know how to protect right. that. They so, need to know how to protect the horn. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's their big thing. Mm -hmm. So, step number four, the final step, once you've stunned the beast, keep striking its neck. Um, It'll be difficult to endure watching such a majestic beast begin to cough up and choke on its own blood, but if you let it live by this point, it will never stop hunting you. You'll wake up in the morning and find hoof marks <laughs> on your apartment door, you'll get strange phone calls in the middle of the night, and you'll hear its soft neighing. <laughs> That's you not a neigh! <laughs> do you, can do you do it? 
<laughs> Anyways, your friends and family will be hounded by the animal and killed for your trespasses. Unicorns are vengeful creatures who will think nothing of skewering your innocent five-year-old niece to inflict emotional suffering on you as a means of retribution for the pain you caused it so long ago. Also, let's not forget that unicorns are not... Yeah, they're mortal. Yeah, very yeah, much so. They won't age out. Right, they don't have like the lifespan of a horse of thirty-five years. They will continue hunting you in your bloodline. Yeah, yeah. I yesterday, my dad had to take care of a unicorn that my ancient ancestors had angered, and he's just been tracking down everybody in the Sadler bloodline. Nah, yeah. yeah. He had to go out there. Fortunately, my dad is proficient with all sorts of armed weaponry, such as swords. Uh, and the unicorn didn't even really have a chance. It made one yeah. charge. He sidestepped and decapitated all in one fell swoop. Boom, just it like that. It was a thing of beauty. Yes. Well, it was, and then it lost its head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, so... <laughs> on that note, if anybody needs a pint of unicorn blood, <laughs> let me know. Email uh, us at spoops at twilit.io. <laughs> we have so much of the stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoosies. Um, so kind of getting back to this. And the reason you want to go for the neck is they can't impale you if you have them in a chokehold. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. So anyways, another helpful tip here is if you are will unwilling or unable to fight a unicorn, remember that they can be appeased by offering of crushed pearls mixed with ambrosia and the milk of the crying cows found in the steeps of Brunny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, for those of you uncultured swine who don't know what I just the said, milk of the crying um, this is actually called unicorn appeasement potion, and you can normally find it at your local Walmart, hidden in the Fairyland section for around two to three dollars per um point zero five ounces. Yeah, no, that stuff's expensive because it takes a lot. Uh, what people don't know, well, is they that gotta pluck the nose hair of the cow to get it to cry before they can even milk it. Right, right. And the milk's only good while it's crying. Uh, that's absolutely true. And the other thing is that, uh, you know, unicorns get drunk off of this stuff. That's why yeah. it's called appeasement potion. Yeah. Uh, we're just saying it's fancy booze for unicorns. Um, and the richer it is, the better it tastes. And you need to have it to taste kind of good, which is why it needs um, the pearls in it, because they like the taste of wealth and... Uh, you need the milk and ambrosia so that it doesn't make alcohol, but it makes alcoholic substances yeah. for unicorns. Uh, and the thing is, uh, sure, if you get a dainty unicorn on your tail, it takes just a little bit to get them tipsy, and then they're happy. Uh, if you get, like, a, a big old unicorn, a big old beefy pants unicorn, uh, you need to you, you need to make sure that you give them a lot and don't let them eat any food. True, very true. Now, another key thing here is try to avoid reasoning with the creatures. They tend to ignore most of your valid points and incorporate too many falsities of personal experience into their rebutals, much like my parents. Unicorns utilize an argumentum ad hominem. You are perfectly within your rights to announce it for the logical fallacy it is, and nine times out of ten you will receive an apology from the unicorn. Not true! Not true. That has happened at least four out of ten times. The other six times, they go charging. They just start charging. I still have a hole in my chest, okay? I lost a gallbladder over an ad hominem. 
Now, one time out of ten, you will be skewered on the unicorn one time sword. out of ten. One time out of ten. These are just rough numbers. And again, you know, as of earlier tip, you run into more hu- unicorns than most. <laughs> now, a couple warnings to breeze through. Though all unicorns are born with inherent ability to understand American Sign Language, pleading for your life in ASL will not help you. You should not attempt to flip the unicorn by its horn when it charges unless you are a third-degree master of Aikido. Then, and only then, when there is no doubt of your success, greater men than you have tried and failed. Noted. I will stop trying that then. I lost the liver to that. When you have defeated the unicorn, never resort resort to name calling. It's harmful and completely unnecessary, especially after it's dead. It's just rude. Uh, says you, excuse me, if I want to call a dead unicorn <laughs> a rug because that's what I'm making it into. Just remember, there are probably other unicorns watching, and they do yeah, hold a grudge. No, and that's why I take every unicorn, and I stick its head on a pike, and I line my property with the unicorn heads. Now, despite popular belief, unicorns have no fondness for rainbows or the color pink. Unicorns are, in fact, colorblind, like yes. most animals. A class 3 outbreak of zombies, it's not. But you still need to know how to defend yourself against a unicorn, even if you are already very smart. Well, thanks, Bradley. Thanks for all those tips. You're welcome. I was glad to be able to assist you in that little endeavor. You know, it's just the cities aren't ready for it, and our government is not taking the necessary steps ready to go out and fight these monsters. It's just... Yeah, they, they just think we're insane. But I'm glad I'm glad someone, someone's been doing the important research for us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, uh, we've been... We've rediscovered a new love in our lives. Isn't that right, Bradley? Yeah. Mountains. I just like asking. I just love asking Bradley leading questions without cluing him in beforehand what I'm leading him into. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean. It's, it's, it's hilarious to me. But that's just because I'm a bad podcast host and a worse friend. Mm, how's that new flavor working out there for you? <laughs> Well, here's Bradley's hot take on the body armor berry lemonade. <laughs> but no, it all seriously, it kicks like a mule and poke punctures your um sternum like a unicorn horn. <laughs> you miss Bradley have to point to the part of his chest that he wasn't implying to, and when he poked it, his finger was like, "Oh yes, that is called the sternum." And then he was like, "Thank you, Fingy." Yeah, that's what happened. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so I found a... Uh, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yes. No, we both started playing Minecraft again because we're freaking dweebs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I live in a mountain. <laughs> he lives in a mountain. I'm an emo hobbit. Uh, but you at least adventure. I don't. I just have a whole <laughs> bunch of villagers ro- wandering around my no, mountain at the moment. he's kidnapped villagers from the sex dungeon <laughs> that someone else in our server created. And then he's been stealing villagers from there to hide in his mountain. Yeah. It's a long story, and I don't really want to explain it. But what I do want to explain is the story called Deathcraft, the Minecraft Death Note. Subtitled, Spread the Love. <laughs> Beautiful subtitle. Mm-hmm. I had just bought Minecraft, 
And I thought that looking for diamonds in a zombie-infested cave would be pretty cool. I also made a ninja skin. I'm I personally One Punch Man. I'm Batman. <clears throat> I spawned near a village. What was rather odd was that the villagers were skeletons. They had no bow, nor attack the player. I also checked the chest in the main house, and I saw... What, 64 netherrack. Sorry about the long pause, but he did have like three... There was an ellipses there. I also had a bucket of lava. I pressed F5 to see my character in my view. I screamed at what I saw. His, his used-to-be ninja outfit was scratched up. There was blood all over. He also had a black eye void. But I noticed that in his inventory, he had 14 obsidian. No! He also had a fire charge. I made another portal. At first, I mined. I found some iron coal, and I found a strange ore. It was red. It red wasn't redstone. Oh. Because it didn't glow when I pursued it. It was also much darker. I mind it. It was a smeltable ore. It said blood ore. Ignoring the creepy name, I smelted it. The mineral was dark red emerald, and it read blood ruby. I also used it to make a shovel. And when I used it on dirt, it neither... It instantly changed to the netherrack texture. If I then mined it, yes. Yes, mined it because the dirt was changed to netherrack. The item would be called bloodstone. I found it useful because I could turn stupid and annoying gravel into cool bloodstone. I hopped into the nether portal about ten minutes after. The portal was in the nether. The portal was in the nether was on a fortress, right next to a blaze spawner. The blazes were much more red. They emitted a dark red particle. I'm sorry, parcels. There's no T there, so parcels. They also shot gassed fireballs instead of fire. The zombie pigmen were normal, except they would instantly kill you when provoked. But when the ghasts were just plain wrong. But the ghasts were just plain wrong. Instead of the usual tear, it was pure blood dripping from the gas teary eye. He opened his eyes and the mouth and they were pure black. It then shot a red gas tear, which surrounded the impact with a ring of lava. If I killed it, it dropped something called soul. It also dropped something named blood. If I mixed a blood with a bucket, it would craft a bucket of blood. It was an infinite source. It made a liquid with lava-like texture. It was more like water with lava texture. But if you had one iron ingot, and the crafting thing, it would make a bullet. And if you make iron gunpowder and another thing called a trigger, it would make... Gun. It was three times faster. It was three times stronger than arrows. And it went faster too. 
Endermen were unable to dodge it. But if you go to bed while holding it, a chat line in the chat will say, You, I can't live anymore. Then the game over screen popped up. I have died. You, I have committed suicide. There was, an op there was not an option to restart. If I try exiting and going back into the world, the ghast face texture would pop up with the fireball shooting texture with the velociraptor screaming screamer prank made up. It also would make a distorted ghast harm sound with a much lower pitch and speed. The world's name also changed to hell. Here I was thinking that was the nether. On the tenth time I tried, I spawned into the nether. There was no escape from that area. If you had obsidian and a flint of steel and escaped through another portal, you would spawn in a platform in an endless lava pool. There's also a sign that said, too late. The world has ended. If you fell into the lava, it would simply say the usual lava, lava death. You tried to swim in lava, but there was a mob living in the lava. The spawn egg was called Spawn Lava Serpent. It was an ender dragon without arms or legs or wings. It also had magma texture cubes. Good game gone wrong. Suicide in a survival game. Well, that was scary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's just this is this is a type of horror that only works on maybe two percent of the population. Because <laughs> this is too deep into the Minecraft lore for most. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if but you not don't deep enough in for the rest. Yep. It's like me awkward level. Like, yeah, sure, I know like a little bit about enchanting, but I want to stay in my mountain instead. <laughs> but I will make this killer story that I'll put up online. Everyone will love it. That's my creepy story. <laughs> creepy story. <laughs> How I survived Minecraft. How I didn't surprise Minecraft. Yeah, really. Yeah. I also like how... Uh, a gun is introduced into the game as a horror object, uh, which I can just truthfully say I grew up in a household with lots of guns, which may or may not be related to the amount of unicorns I have in my area. And, uh, you know, guns don't lead to suicide. Mental health does. Very fair. And uh, it's almost not something that I'm willing to joke about. But the use inside of the story is stupid and dumb, and I feel more insulting than any joke about suicide could be. Yeah, yeah, I must agree, yeah. Yeah, the the uh, connection was minuscule at best. <laughs> it's just like, well, now I got a gun. What do I do with it? Go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. <sighs> and also, do you not have that problem in the game if you just store your gun in a... A chest before you go to bed? Yeah, no, yeah. Is it just like you sleeping in bed? Well, it, what it what it should have been is it's not you committed suicide. No, it's your dumb went to bed 
with a loaded gun. Right. And you blew yourself away because, you know, you rolled over on your arm and pulled the trigger. Right. No, what it should have been was, like, you keep your gun underneath your pillow like a moron, and then <laughs> your big fat ear got the trigger. Yeah. 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 That's what happened. Still. Oh, man. There's just so much about this story that is, like, this feels like a middle schooler's attempt to write something. A middle I'd, schooler's attempt to be relevant. I almost hate to say that because probably a middle schooler did write this. But it was like a middle schooler's attempt, but the only thing they knew that was creepy was blood. And that was about it. Yeah. yeah. So he mines blood. Also, he found another portal. Oh, no, but first, before he went through the nether, I thought he found iron through the nether portal. And I was like, excuse me, what version of Minecraft are you playing? Yeah, there's no iron in the nether. Okay, but no, he found a strange ore, and that strange ore was blood ore. (laughs) Which sounds like the most stupid name, but something you know you're going to find. You know you're going to find in like a uh, MMO... RPG? There you go. Yeah. That's a multiplayer online RPG. You know you're going to find that in like World of Warcraft someplace when you're like, you want to be edgy. You want to play the dark character. You want to play the orc who loves to massacre people. Blood ore. <laughs> ah, my. What kind of armor do you have there? It certainly looks very evil, Jim. Well, yes. That's because I smelted the whole thing out of blood ore. And I love the first thing he does with this metal is that he makes a shovel. He makes a shovel. He's like, wow, I have this weird ore that I've never seen in the game. What can I do with it? Let's, let's try a shovel. Yeah, let's not try a sword. No, nah, let's try a freaking shovel. Yeah, it's like, he was like, what's the most horrific tool in Minecraft I can make? It's a shovel, right? Everyone finds shovels scary, right? well (laughs) oh no what are we gonna do he has a shovel a shovel made of blood no all right all right all right i'm sorry mr middle schooler if you're listening it's not fair to make fun of middle schoolers but it totally is (laughs) this is kind of funny not gonna lie also, the last part of this game ha- introduces a dope enemy into the game, and I wish it wasn't in the actual game. Yeah, because, I mean, that would be so much harder to fight than the end dragon. Because, like, how do you fight him in the lava? Also, can I just state, it would be way cooler if there was, like, lava-based enemies that only came up once you were poking around in the lava section of the game. That would be really cool. Yeah, why isn't there that? Minecraft, I know you're listening. Yeah, Microsoft, I know you listen to every one of our episodes. (laughs) So, make it happen. Or Notch. Notch, I also know you listen. We get three views on average, and one of them is Minecraft, and the other one is Notch. Yee yee. Yee yee. (laughs) Well, cool. So are you ready to tell us the stiltilating horror story of the century? Yes, I am absolutely ready. Cool. 
Okay, thanks, Bradley. That was fun. All right, to the next story. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Shut up now and behave. Here, you might want to put these in so you can hear what you're doing on the... Uh, no, I prefer to act blind. Oh, uh, I don't. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I did what I basically do every time anyway. Cool. <clears throat> no! That's what that button does. The woman in the theater. Me and my schoolmates were having a theater show the same time or the same day that it all started. Our parents <laughs> were a little bit scared of the theater and we were going to do our show. They told us that little children and workers from the theater were going missing. Also, strange sounds were heard every time that someone got missing. We weren't scared because probably they were just joking around with us. Anyways, the show started, but just when we were going to start, the power went off. The people of the theater start searching the problem, and the parents start getting worried. We were just upset. Then, after a few more minutes later, everything was silent for us. We didn't hear our parents, or the workers, or the theater. We were just alone in the same place without hearing anything. Then, a tiny light started shining very low, and we saw a shadow of a woman approaching we thought that uh, it was a worker but when she get more closer we noticed that she wasn't a normal woman she was tall with a gray skin also a long blue dress and a black hair and blood all over her body and those eyes especially those days Like eyes from an empty soul. They were just <laughs> white without expression. Just watching us. We ran. Each one hide in a different spot. That was probably good thinking. Then the woman start approaching to each one of the hiding spots. When the woman saw one of my schoolmates, she ran towards him, grabbed him with her log hands, and at the end, took him away, killed him, blood all over the place. Then she disappeared. The power returned and the blood disappeared, just as our friend. We never returned into the horrible place. And the law decided to close it and start investigating. <laughs> now, every night I see her in my head laughing in the same place as the last time. Also, one day I dream about her killing the police officers one by one. <laughs> Thank you, Bradley. You were so stoic reading that. You barely chortled once. Oh my gosh. That is my new favorite story. That is a really it's good been story. A long time.
<laughs> it's been a long time since I found a story that I could resonate with so well. <laughs> Just the terror that gri- gripped me when she grabbed him with her log hands. Yeah, like, I mean, imagine how terrifying that is. All of a sudden, like, you know, this woman's walking around all br- bloody and then freaking Groot hand comes and <laughs> yeah. grabs you. I'm just imagining, like, two giant logs. <laughs> <laughs> Like like those people that put those pipes on their arms in yeah. the hardware store. Yeah. She's just like <laughs> You just see him and he's like, No, wait and then thunk and then just like you see her try to grab his foot like chopsticks. Yeah. And then he she gets like an inch and then has to like regrip and they're just standing there in terror for like three hours watching her make <laughs> minuscule progress. You know what this is? This isn't a terrifying story. This is a story of a mother trying to show affection to her kid, but not knowing how. Like she goes in for a hug and clunks him on the head and yeah. knocks him out cold. And then she's like, oh, I need to get him to the hospital. Quick, help me. Why isn't anybody helping me? Why are you all hiding? I can't get him because I have a disability. I have lock hands. <laughs> <laughs> I also love how her parents were like, you know, people, kids go disappearing, and they're like, it's probably a joke. And the parents were like, we don't know if we really believe this or not. Mainly because if she did believe this, if we did believe this, we wouldn't let our kids participate here. But we're just going to tell them spooky stories. Yeah, really. Like, that. that is the worst parenting I think I've ever seen. Mm. Mm. When they were just like, people have been dying. Like, if my mother figured out that somebody had died, like, recently, like, there are people going missing in the theater I was at, yeah, I wouldn't be going back there. Ever. They certainly wouldn't tell me stories where they were just like, No, well, they would probably tell me, yeah, no, people have been disappearing, you're not going back, end of discussion. That is a very, no, no, my parents would probably just be like, don't die. <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> These guitar strings are hard to push. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> are they aromatic? And this has been random drink reviews in the middle of an exposition, which we explain nothing to you. The entire time, you have not garnered the fact that I was drinking a brand new drink. And yes, now I'm going to pretend like we were like, welcome to welcome to our new show within our show, the drink review time, which has no warning. But you will just get an awful slurping noise and then you will hear someone go... I've never seen someone fail to burp before. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> uh, so I think we've all had trouble before uh, saving a file. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you just never know what you want to save your file, and especially when you're working in Photoshop. But uh, let's go ahead and move on to the story about a person who's discovered the wrong file format to save his photo is a uh, Photoshop project in, GIF? which is dot denied. <laughs> dot de- oh, yeah, I hate that file. Okay. Hi, I'm Jamie Brooks. I've recently created something I'm not proud of. 
one day I was talking with my friends Alex and Matt while I was making a picture in my Adobe Photoshop CS6. Not sponsored. <clears throat> it was supposed to be a picture of me in a skeleton mask. When I got finished to save as, and I typed in apocalypse.denied, and it saved as a JPEG file in my desktop. When I, when I went to look for it, it was a .denied file. And when I opened it, it wouldn't let me see it. I sent it to a hacker friend of mine named James. When he opened it, it was a bunch of code, and when he decoded it, the, it he's... Such <laughs> It was a bunch of code and he decoded the file and what he saw shocked him. It was a picture of death himself. My friend died later that day because of unknown causes. I say it was because of that picture. Now I'm forced to have that picture on my computer. I couldn't help but feel bad for my friend. I opened the picture and sure as I was a dashy symbol, it was a picture of death himself. Later that night, I slept horribly, horribly, it's two R's, that's the only way to do it, horribly. I had terrible nightmares, and the, my dreams was death telling me I was gonna die if I didn't show the picture to everyone. I know this sounds crazy, but it's true. I told death, no. And now I'm typing this into my blog and just waiting for death to take me too. I swear before I die, I am burning my computer. I just hope death doesn't send this file to anyone else. And I hope you'll never have to see this accursed file in your life. Please let God be with you. No! This is, this is a prank that went too far. I'm just... Right? Because his friend died of unknown causes, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So his friend saw it, and his friend opened it because the dummy saved it into a file that doesn't exist. Yeah. Right? And he saw it, and he was like, wow, I had to work this hard just to see a stupid photo of you with a skeleton mask on your face. So he types back, and he's like, Haha, looks like death itself, because, you know, he's wearing a skeleton mask, and it seems appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets hit by a car later that day, and now this kid is sitting inside of his room, waiting for fictional death to take him. Well, he's having this delusion. He's like, oh, no, death is going to take me. His parents come into the room. They're like, why are you burning your computer? He's like, death can't have it. <laughs> that's why I killed my computer. So death couldn't get it. Also, can we just say that's not the way to destroy a hard drive? Mm. You wash it. You don't burn it. You freaking take it and you drown it in a bathtub. Really? Yep. 
Works every time, huh? Uh, yeah, especially if um, uh, you want to make sure. I think it's salt. It's some sort of chemical you add to the water that actually corrodes the connector connectors so that it makes it impossible to ever get uh, uh, uncorrupted data again. Well, this may be a first time ever here on this podcast, but you got practical life advice. <laughs> Woohoo! Cool. Uh, I always just heard you're supposed to take a drill to it. Yeah, that will work too. I mean, if you're smart, um, like if you're really good at uh, hot wiring things, you might still be able to glean some of the information off of it. But um, uh, the saltwater bath, you get the nothing. salt. Yeah, because you see, especially nowadays, because there was a hard drive and an SSD. Hard drives were discs, so if you drilled it, yeah, you would lose a lot of stuff. Or an SSD is like a memory card. So when you um, drill through it, like if you were to drill through a flash drive, um, if you don't nick the storage thing, there's still a way for them to hardwire into that. Weird. But cool. Thank you, Bradley. Now going back to this poor dumb kid. Uh, <laughs> he did not know about this. Uh, first off, he did not know about this. Second off, can I just state that I like how it took a hacker friend? Yeah. Yeah, a hacker friend. Decoding a file is not a hacking process. No. Probably just right-clicked it and then changed the file format to JPEG. Yeah, that's what happened. More than likely. Mm-hmm. And he sent back the picture. <laughs> Looks like death itself. Also, I like how everybody knows what death looks like. They're like, oh, wow. Well, they just assume it looks like the Grim Reaper. Yeah, but what does the Grim Reaper look like? He's had so many different personifications. Um, I choose to believe he looks like the Grim Reaper from Soul Eater. <laughs> mm, solid. To be fair, if I saw a skeleton wandering around in a dark black hood, I'd be like, probably death? Skeletons don't walk around normally. Yeah. And when they do, they're normally in, like, you know, Hawaiian shirts. That's how you know right. they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> Those middle-aged men who died before their time. So they're going out and retiring to let those good old bones breathe before they <laughs> yeah. finally rest. <laughs> and there they will stay rested on the beach. It's actually kind of a problem in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think the sand's black because of the uh, um, volcanoes? No. No. <laughs> no. From the rot. <laughs> well, and the other problem is they're already undead. So they don't need to buy f plane tickets in. So they're not boosting the economy. That no, way. They just, they're not no, they just no, they just walk in from the ocean, kind of like, you know, um, the whole Pirates of the Caribbean right, thing. From the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Emerging out, flops down on beach. Starts to disintegrate. <laughs> yeah. No, they're just over there, and then you just see, like, a whole bunch of skeletons, and then you see, like, actual tourists are like, oh, man, we can't find a good spot on this beach. There's so many spooky skeletons everywhere. And you just see, like... And then you just see this kid with a Walkman dancing in between all of them, and it, uh, and it comes unplugged, and you just hear spooky, scary skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> but then that becomes such a large international meme that everybody And all wants the skeletons stands up and starts dancing. <laughs> and, 
and all the skeletons are dancing, and everybody needs to go to Hawaii now to go see Skeleton Beach. And, like, the kid becomes the, na- the DJ there. Right. And that's the only song he plays. That's the only song he's allowed to play. And by so the these skeletons. four middle aged skeletons who just wanted to air out their old bones well, are no, now forced to. a great time <laughs> dancing. They're all over there, and they're like, finally, a theme song for our generation. And then, you know, Hawaii's, Hawaii's economy is boosted. You see, I heard something about this. Apparently, one of them tried to do the robot, and it wasn't taken <laughs> over well. No, 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 well, you know, once you can't dance, get, get a good grave, you know. Just a mass grave on the other side of town. You just see, <laughs> you see someone walk by with a mallet and just, like, whack bones crumble <laughs> you just like sweep them up in a bag yeah it's kind of like you know dance competition right to end all dance competitions well they gotta keep the room they gotta keep make room for all these other skeletons who are coming in oh yeah because yeah. like as the people flock, this, hotspot. yeah as of um as the tourists flock so do the skeletons yeah no so many skeletons <laughs> Overpopulations <laughs> become a significant problem at Skeleton Beach, actually. Yeah. We, they really need a Thanos thing. snap. There's just not enough. There's just not enough. You know, I heard Genghis Khan actually came out of his <laughs> out of his concealed tomb to join the crates. Oh man, I, I could only imagine. They finally found where Genghis Khan's hidden grave was because he came out and he's like, Get me to the funk. Be like, no, that's from Star Wars. No, that king is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we've wasted a lot of your time. Let's move on to the next story. And Uh, the final story. uh, Yeah, what's my clever introduction for this one? Oh, yes. What happens when you have a monster who is trying to simultaneously shelter you and also kill you. So, um, apparently I was told this was like um, Sympathetic Slender, but worse, uh, this but better. Is... So, okay. let, let's just okay. launch into no, this. So, this, this, monster's, this monster is like Sympathetic Slender, but he's trying to shelter you from what his job is, but he has zero regrets about doing his job. Gotcha. So where Slenderman just bared it all and had mm-hmm. huge regrets, he no, bears nothing. Whistles. Yeah, this monster whistles while he goes to work, killing people. But but he will help those who are horrified by the idea of death slip comfortably. He's a good employee. Gotcha. He is just a good employee. He makes everybody feel comfortable about the whole process. And then uh, lets them write supernatural uh, notes. So let's go ahead cool. and dive into this in Kay. the the shadow, the shadow on, on the, the wall. wall. I get up from my bed. I looked out my window. It was pure darkness. No stars, no moon. I smirked as soon as I saw a zombie. Ha! <laughs> People have such horrific zombie costumes. I said to myself quite loudly. A few minutes later, I felt a cold hand on my shoulder. I turn around, only to find nothing but a note. I read the note, and it says, I am haunting you for eternity. You'll never know what or who I am. 
I am your worst nightmare. Now turn around, pretty face. I shrug and turn around <laughs> just as the note says. There was a strange dark figure on the wall. I thought it was my shadow until the shadow turned into a horrifying nightmare. The creature had a body oozing demonic blood. <laughs> what, what's with people's fascination with blood? What's with people's fascination with oozing blood? F fair. Oh, it oozes and it gooses. So. Oh, wait, it's so sloppy with blood. The creature had a body oozing demonic blood. It had a mouth full of razor-sharp teeth. It whispers to me, I am here. I am here. You're here. Let's finish this. I laugh at the beast. Ha! People in their scary pranks. Well, guess what? I know, I know this is all a prank. This is not a prank! The beast whispers a demonic tune and grows even more terrifying. <laughs> okay, it, wait, can I get a retry on that one? Sure. Then? Yeah. This is not a prank! The beast whispers a demonic tune and grows <laughs> even more terrifying. It was horrendous. His smile started to fade into a darker <laughs> smile. His <laughs> eyes disappeared and his hands turned into claws. I squeezed my eyes shut and yell! I will not die today. I wake up. I soon notice it was all a dream. A bad dream. That is. Bad dream. Bad. Bad. But I didn't trust my eyes. I looked out the window, blinked a few times, and saw the same thing I saw in my dream. A pure dark sky. No clouds. No moon. No stars. I spot the same zombie I saw in my dream as well. I managed to scream a bit. I shut the window as quickly as possible. I start to panic and look behind me. There it is, the note. I force myself to read it. I expected it to say the same thing it said before, but it didn't. This time, it was just one word. SHADOWS! I was awfully confused. I ran downstairs and picked up my phone to call my mother. My mother works in Colorado when, while I'm in Canada. She was a great mother. She has just graduated from college a few years ago. I remember she said, Call me whenever you need me. Remember that. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Keep stepping on my one job. Call me whenever you need me. Remember that. And I seem to remember it. Once she picked up, there was a static sound in the background. Mom, are you there? No nope. response. Mom, Mom! No response. So I yell out her name five more times. Mom, 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 mom! This time, someone, or something rather, responded. You have chosen the wrong answer. It was a dark, demonic voice. After that phrase, I heard my mother scream. I heard a chainsaw in the background. <laughs> No, that can't be. I whispered to myself. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. No, that can't be. I whispered to myself. The call drops. Oh, but it is. I turn around. The demonic voice was recognizable. It was the same beast that had just murdered my mother during the call. 
What do you... The beast puts his fingers to my lips. Shh. This will only kill you. I hear the chainsaw. The beast blindfolds me with bandana. Sweet dreams, pretty face. I feel the chainsaw slowly cut through my neck. The pain grows fast. I scream for half a second and close my eyes. That's a good girl. Those were the last words I heard. I quickly died without suffering. But I still have a few questions. Who was that? No. What was that? But most importantly, why was that? I guess I'll never know. story something am i right oh yeah it's definitely definitely up there it's definitely a banger <laughs> i just love that <laughs> Shh, this will only kill you what i like <laughs> his lips his fingers to her lips and blindfolds her he stops his whole killing rampage to blindfold her so she doesn't need to see the chainsaw coming and then, while she closes her eyes while dying slowly, though apparently without suffering, he rewards her. That's it. There's a good girl. What I love, what I love about this story is, what does he mean wrong choice? What choice did she have? To go downstairs and embrace the shadow. Well, I mean, if I knew I was going to die, I'd at least want to go, Mother, I love you. Bring but it that's on. not what she did. She was like, mom, 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 mom. Because her mother was busy getting chased around by an axe murderer. No, sorry, a chainsaw murderer. I'm sorry, Shadow. I don't like being grouped in with the rest of you mortals. Whatever you say, Batman. I'm very proud of me being a demonic, evil Shadow Man who has access to modern-day utilities, not an axe, a chainsaw. I have a bigger budget than an axe murderer demon does, okay? Whatever you say, Batman. I don't mix me up with... Okay, no, it's okay, demonic shadow. No, don't you dare! I have to make a point to this plebeian. No, 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 we're out of time. We're out of time for you. Just go home, drink a seltzer, and you'll be okay. Don't go get... I'll remember this. Yeah, yeah, I know you will. But I also sleep with my lights on, so. Sucks to be you, pal. Yeah, really. Man, some people are just rude. Very. I'm just imagining a podcast with the demon guy, and he's like, What's up, my publians? Hi, pretty face. What are you doing today? No, what it is is it's his um uh it's his diaries of like who he kills. <laughs> like live streamed. Yes. Yes. So he's like, Alright, are you guys ready? I'm gonna pull such an epic prank on this girl. Well I know it's a prank. Well fine then. It's not a prank anymore. Hashtag prank got too real. Do you smell sulfur? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. 
keep an eye out for any shadows. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, hey, but before we get chopped to death by an interdimensional death demon, uh, let's go ahead and end, end the show uh, with our typical shout-outs. First off being, hey, thanks to Twilight for being Twilight. Y'all are fantastic people. I uh, dream about your faces every night. Yee-yee. Yee-yee. Also, uh, if you have any mail that you want to send to us, go ahead and send it to uh, spoops dot no spoops at twilight dot io, and that is uh, virtual mail, not mail mail. Right, 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 right. You can go ahead and try addressing physical mail to that. I, I don't I think they'll just send work. it back to you. Yep, probably. Which is the true spookiest thing. Ooh, Whoa. and uh, the spoops twilight. Dot io is spelled S-P-O-O-P-S at T-W-I-L-I-T dot I-O. Yeah. And go ahead and rate review us on iTunes. Oh, my gosh. If you do that, we will name a monster after you. We will go ahead, even if it's a negative review, we will go ahead and we will get your names. Uh, we'll write your names. <laughs> And Sharpie on our forearms out of solidarity and appreciation for you. <laughs> yee yee. <laughs> yee yee. Uh, is there anything else, Bradley? Nah, I think we should uh, end this how we started. Right. By uh, licking your toes and then talking about toe jam. Then who was, was Fo? <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Yee yee.